Welcome to Amuna is our future. That we aren't alone. We're not alone, guys. That's what it's doing today. We're joining together online to remind ourselves. We're not going to have the same mistake as last week with the volume. I'm going to get that down all the way. There we go. And we're going to go ahead together with Amuna Energy in our new studio and to remind ourselves that we are together. Everything's got working. Wi-Fi, it's all good. Let's double check over here. Yes, fantastic. Thumbs up, like, share, get people here. We want to have a group experience in the Amuna class of 2020, 5781. We're just about to go into Rishkhodesh Kislev, a new month in the Jewish calendar. We're going to join together and with energy and with feeling of, wow, of togetherness and soul and light. Yes, we just completed the, the special Parshas of Avram Avina's light. And this week's Parsha told us is when he goes up. And we take that light of Avram Avina with us. We've told us Avram Yitzhak. We take that energy of Avram's Ahava and flam fire, the fire that he had, the Avasus, Avasus, Hashem. We take it with us into our daily life. And we bring it into our experience of this world, just making sure it's all good. Over here. There we go. Brilliant. So we're ready. We're rocking. We have to appreciate how when things come together and things work out, and we have to appreciate when it doesn't work out, that's our whole Muna class, as the Rav said in last week's Energize, the Muna class, with Yoni Gabali, it was amazing, and Aaron Lagman, who didn't enjoy it, Tulsa in the house, yes, let's get that energy, guys, let's feel it, the music last week was a gewaldic, I don't know how to say it in any other word, it was amazing, it was such energy, in the 15th Amuna class, with Rav Shalom Arish here in the studio, our host, he'll be sitting right next to me, please God, tomorrow night, and it will be our last Tuesday night Amuna class. So we're still waiting to hear when it's going to be rescheduled on Sunday. That's what we're going to be the new time. And next week we're going to have Leron Mazur again with Soulful Money. And the Soulful Music was last week. And this week it's going to be Soulful Torah tomorrow night. It's going to be with David Dull, David Dull Weinberg. We call him Rav David Weinberg because he's a teacher. He's a a rabbi here in Yushalayim, and he lives in the Holy Land, and he's gone on an amazing, amazing journey. I did post some of his work and his beautiful book that's come out. I want you guys to check him out before this year, so you can get a little bit of feeling of this special person who's coming to our studio. We are very meritorious that we had the DHC and the Daily Halakhic Corner from Avelgrad. We went from Money Matters to hosting guests. That's what we do with our money. We do mitzvahs. Any charity that's brought here is for mitzvahs. And that power of doing mitzvahs is the ability to empower us to be able to light up this channel and our Torah classes together with soul. Very important, it should have energy and soul. And I'm going to try, with Hashem's help, to give over a little bit, why are we not alone? So obviously, the fact that we're not alone, one of the reasons, simple reason is that we're all together online. There's a global community. But yet, people are talking in the big podcast world and thought leaders out there that we feel still alone. People don't feel like they're really with 
one another. So people are sitting in the restaurants and they are going like this on their phone, including myself. As Joe Rogan was just mentioning this week in his podcast, he brought someone on interesting who was discussing that, you know, people are, if they would look at someone from years before, would come back to this time or forward to this time or the other way around, someone in the future would look back at our generation and see us walking around like this with our phones and sitting in restaurants like this with our phones, sitting with our family like this with our phones, including myself, and they'd see our oh, crazy generation in such a place. It would be like, oh my God, what is this? What, are there something on their hand that's so important? You know, is this like the, you know, presidential meetings going on or, you know, this is life changing. They're all doctors or something like they're looking over x-rays and they're about to give over important, you know, please God, we should never have to know such things. But is that the kind of thing that people are busy with? So what's the answer? The answer is no. It's actually crazy that we are so attached to our phones. And in the same aspect, we're also so alone. So we're online, but we're alone. So how do we fix this loneliness? So one way is turn off the phone, turn off the share. See you later, guys. Thanks for joining me. Another way is to create these Torah classes and these Amuna classes in such a way that when you do come online, it's effectively done, that you get what you need from it. You tune in to the aspect that will empower you for your daily life. And this is the key. This is the the point, the Nakuda of the class, that to remember that we are souls and we have obviously power as a human being to empathize and to feel other people's pain. And that is a very big part of humanity. We have the ability to be there for another person. We have to be there to do kindness, to give charity, to care about others, to be a role model, to be a father figure in my case, or to be a rabbi in, you know, Rav Orish's case, or to be someone who's, you know, a business colleague, or to be a friend. We have all these different relationship roles. As Stephen Covey so rightly explains in his beautiful books, he says the idea of emotional bank account. That to realize your wealth is with people is a lot to do with how much you invest in them emotionally. And that's something which, you know, <clears throat> maybe I have might not have so much debt, thank God, because I'm very against financial debts. But maybe emotionally, I haven't done the work with the people that are very close to me to really invest in them emotionally. And that's something which you have to work on and aspire and pray for. You should have the skills, the ability to listen, to be able to tune into those around you so they shouldn't feel alone and that emotionally you're building up a very big profit, a big connection, a deep connection, an eternal connection with the people around you. So I was trying to work it out, like right now, with all the corona stories, and we're in a situation where we don't really know what's going to be. Like, you know, people are reaching out, thank God, shalom to you also. And like I said, you can always give feedback, ask questions. Please God, we're going to have lots of questions on tomorrow's night's class with Avorish. And in the coming week, we're going to have Leron Mazur's questions. And the week after that, we're going to have Toronto. Toronto's going to have special, special focus from South America. Amazing. So South America, I was there in Central America, Mexico, this time around, this time last year. But as we came out of this light of Amravinu that I was talking about before, Amravinu's light was the Munator last year in person. We go to the next light, which is Yitzhak Avinu, and we, as we're in the middle of Yitzhak Avinu, already shifting already straight away to Yaakov Avinu. It's a very quick entrance for Yitzhak. He comes with, he's born, he's Kedis Yitzhak, his special moments, he has a Shidduch, a Rivka. And last week's Pasha, we hear about him a bit more. And then this week's Pasha told us the main 
point we hear one is that he's very thank God in love with his wife Rivka. She replaces Sarah, his mother, in his life, and, uh, and then we go into this relationship with Yitzhak Avinu and towards his children, the, the next generation, and that's really where we're going to be. This whole Chodesh Kislev, this whole month of Kislev, is once we meet Yitzhak, we're going into what who his children are, Yaakov and Esav, and we're going to go through many parshas of both of them, Yaakov, the two brothers, and Esav, and Esau, however you call him, Jacob, <laughs> you know, these English translations. Let's keep with the holy, holy tongue versions, because Yaakov has a lot of significance. Like, if you take the name Yaakov, even in this week's parsha, you see it's hinted to very clearly, Yud Akev. The idea that he was holding onto the hill, that's Akev, but the Yud represents, the Yud represents this very high level of connection to Hashem. This idea of the vacus, of oneness, of ability to tune in to the godliness in our life. And that has the power, the, the Yud, to bring it down, all the way down, his godly a, a intellect, into our daily life. And that's already a huge advice on how to deal with loneliness. Because Yaakov himself was someone who had to go out of his home. We're going to see in the next few parshas. But Yetzir Yaakov, he went out and he wasn't with anyone. He was, he was Yosheva Olim. Maybe he was with other spiritual people like Shemba Eva. But he was pretty much a lot by himself for most of his life. Before he got married to um, Rochel and Leah and Bill and Zilpah, he was by himself a lot of the time. He was a shepherd. He was busy developing himself. So how did he do that and deal with that loneliness, our forefather? So one of the hints we see is he composed the Shia Malas. He composed those 15 Psalms of David Melech. And that we see in Rabbi Nachman Svarim, this idea of when you're by yourself, what's the opportunity? The opportunity is to now apply all of Rav Shalom Arish's beautiful Amuna teachings. This is what's in front of you right in this moment. You have the power, you and me, to talk to Hashem all the time, to talk to our Creator, to become one with our mouth, to have a relationship, and to learn His Torah, to say Tehillim, same Psalms, to connect into this light that's available. So the truth is, like I wrote in my United Souls book last night, I was writing it last night on my on my uh, phone actually, because you know we're always looking at our phone. I was writing in bed on my phone, and like I said, I just put it on airplane mode, so nobody should bother me. But I'm typing around, and it's amazing. You, you suddenly I felt this clarity, like. We have this eternal love always pouring into our life from our Creator. This everlasting love as we talk about in prayer service. Have us olam, yeah, have a rabbah, yeah, have a tich. This, this love that Hashem has for us, He's pouring onto us. This chef like it's been raining, thank God, this week so much. We have to thank Hashem. There's a lot of rain in the Holy Land. And that rain is always appreciated. That chef for that, that abundance of divine influence on our life. The, affects our life in a practical way. Like it says in the Garden of Amunah, Rav Orish's books, you start to see the hints. I just opened it up a second on the first page, and it was saying, seeing the hints, seeing the relationship in your life, how it's constantly being impacted by the love of the Creator. Because once again, remember, you know, Mavada, there's nothing else but Hashem. We spoke about this a few times in a few deep ways. But the concept is that really that you have to remind yourself again and again that Hashem's constantly creating creation. So therefore... I was listening to Lewis Howes, and he was saying from one of his guests that you can constantly recreate yourself. So he was talking about in his life, he did this whole name change and blah, blah. People convert, people this, people that. But what do we do on a daily level? We tune in. We wake up, a new lay, a new opportunity. The old Ellie Goldsmith is replaced with a newer Ellie Goldsmith. Fine, I'm always one essential neshama. But on the true level, there's different halakhim, there's portions of my soul that go up every night and come down fresh, a new chalik, a new portion to work on every day. 
So then obviously the test can be different, like we see in the parshas from Avram and Yitzhak and Yaakov, such different forefathers and such different mothers, Sarah, um, Rivka, Rochuleya, such different mothers we have. Everyone has their own unique path, their own unique experience of life. And even in, within each Pasha, within each Aliyah, from with each Pasha we read every day, a different Aliyah, we get the opportunity to tune into another different light that comes down on that day. And that's to understand how the Torah and our spiritual connection to Hashem is a real thing and it should impact our daily life. So when we're in such a Corona challenge like we are, and we're going into Rosh Chodesh Kislev, and it's Hanukkah. And every year, after the Umunatai, usually booking, and the last few years have been, thank God, very successful, Hanukkah tour for Nissan Black. And this year we're going to have, please God, a Hanukkah tour in the studio through Chazak. We're going to have each night of Hanukkah, uh, hopefully, please God, we're going to try to get it recorded as soon as possible, with Rav Dianelga translating, have a little class, maybe Rav Giliosin as well from Toronto might throw something towards us, and we'll put it together with Chazak, and we'll try to put it out night by night. That's, that's my hope and dream. But personally, I also have a lot on. So let's see, let's see that we can get it all done. Let's pray with Hashem's help that all the different projects we're trying to do should work out successfully and that we should keep out of bring beautiful guests to our studio. Like we said, we have with David, David Weinberg and we have Leon Mazur and all these people we get to do hosting like Rev Diane Elgar was talking about in his classes. We actually, actually physically host people in the studio. We get to do the mitzvah of hosting people and you guys get to do mitzvahs of hosting people in your homes and say you can't do it right now because of Corona or Thanksgiving is unfortunately going to be a different kind of Thanksgiving because of this year. So to do it online. Like once again, we're not alone. Once we have a connection to our Creator, we have a connection to our soul, to our inner self. We have to get to know ourselves, get more in touch with ourselves. We have a, a connection to each other. All of us are bound together. There's no separation, really. On a true level, we're all one. That's the true reality. We all go back to one source. As I, I have a beautiful song called Shalom. You can look it up online on, uh, on my album, United Souls. There's another album there called Together. Yeah, this album together I wrote 2002. Most of the songs are actually way before that, years before, but I put it there, out there 2002 and CD. That was what was available then. Streaming things weren't really going. So I only uploaded it to streaming 2020. So I call it together 2002 to 2020 because sort of like finally came together. I was able to put out my music from all those years when I had a lot of inspiration, thank God, initial inspiration when I came to Eretz Israel and changed, had a life journey and I wrote a lot of songs in university when I was in England on the beach and Sussex and all the other parts of my journey and it comes out a little bit in the music there. So I had this song called Shalom and I really think about that song in a deep way. Maybe one day I'll play it here with a guitar if you guys want and it was a very beautiful song because, and it is a beautiful song because it's bringing together this idea that we all go back to one source and we all have one father and mother that goes all the way back to this spiritual source, this root level. And that's once again going into Avram Mitzayach, we're reminding us of our root level, the Jewish people, and how the world itself has, everyone in the world has some root level back to the original man. And everyone has some personal mission that they're here for. Everyone has a unique name and a unique mission, and no one should be told otherwise, even if you work for corporate, say, and they tell you. I remember when I worked for corporate, and they try and make you into a certain way, certain box, and you're in a certain, like, feeling of, like, you know, only I can do this, yeah? So what you have to do, you have to realize that 
like I did, I screamed out to Hashem. And I was on the phone to Nissan one day. Nissan Black was like, come be my manager. And I was like, yeah, but I got a job. And like, you know, but he's like, leave the job. I also left my corporate kind of thing. You got to go and do your mission in the world. And I, it was a hard test for me. And thankfully, Hashem gave me an easier job in Jerusalem. Where I could manage a company there and still be with Nissan. And Nissan was in the store over the road with the record store. And how the divine influence was bringing us together. Until this day, I'm still working with Nissan Black for Hashem. And we're going to hopefully make a great Hanukkah tour but it looks like it's going to be online. That's the transition, that we can't do everything like in person. So we have to find other ways. That's being versatile, emotionally intelligent. That's dealing with our loneliness that we can't physically touch, physically connect, physically sing and feel the vibrations of the music. When you go to an event, like I went to some of the biggest events in the world, the power of the bass drum as they're getting ready, the, the, they're doing the sound test before the show. And I used to go backstage a lot because my family in that business. And you feel the energy of the whole venue and the, the amount of people coming, the logistics and the, the whole infrastructure of what an massive event is and the unity that was experienced during the event that power that's created from being together we can't do that physically right now we got to have all that so what do we do we have to manifest it on the inner level and that inner level really is really where it's at anyway because to be able to focus on the person in front of you and to really love that person is in a way harder than anything especially when it's your soulmate who you've already got used to. Hopefully you have a soulmate, but it's someone in your life, you know, whoever it is, and you've got used to them and they've got used to you and everyone's thinking of each other in certain lower level ways of thinking of each other and not fully manifesting our potential. And that's the idea. One of the important things to be around people that believe in you and to bring out your energy and your ability to succeed in this world, to be fully focused and do your mission in this world. That's the kind of people you want to have around you that build you, that invest in you, that love you. And that's the manifestation, of once again, of Hashem's oneness. Because really, that's the true way Hashem looks at us all. Because Moda'ani, He believes in us. Rabbah Manasech, with a tremendous... Every morning we say, with tremendous emunah, he believes in us. And like he has a moon in us, we have a moon in Hashem. And the whole tefillah service, prayer service, is us saying our love for Hashem. But also Hashem's has, is always coming back to us as well, his love for us. And then we come out of the prayer service, and Hashem wanting to pour all this divine abundance of goodness and blessing in our business and blessing in our family and blessing in our, all the things we want. All we have to do is allow ourselves, like, like the Hanukkah licht, we have to allow ourselves to be that vessel to be that clee, to be that cup of oil that the oil pours in and the light comes out. And that's the idea of that energy and, and passion that we need to have in what we're doing. And that brings a lot of blessing into our life. So we're going to just explain once again that amuna and not being alone are really one thing. To understand that when you have amuna in yourself, you have amuna in Hashem, in the godliness, and you have a muna in the goodness of the people around you. You build them up. You you are like Hashem in that respect, giving that encouragement, giving that love, giving that that belief. That will give you a lot of the ability to be able to generate that feeling of togetherness that we're looking for, feeling of love. And that really is a big solution to a lot of the pain right now that people are feeling. And, you know, we have to empathize with it. You know, there's been a lot of, you know, ups and downs, a lot of changes in the world. And we have to realize that they don't, they don't have power on our inner self, how we believe, how we think, how we feel, what we love, what we dedicate our time to. So I'm asking all of you, again, since you're part of our Muna classes, and thank God we have a beautiful class coming here tomorrow night with Soulful Torah to work again on that relationship with Hashem in a more deep way. 
I'm asking all of you to, on Rosh Chodesh Kislev. It's going to be coming out of Rosh Chodesh Kislev because it'll be tomorrow night, it'll be the end part of Rosh Chodesh Kislev. We take that energy of the new month and we go prepare for Hanukkah to light up our lives with love and positivity. We'll learn lessons, please God, together the next month or so from Yaakov Avinu and Hanukkah the light and the chinuch, the, the education that Hanukkah gives us, to tune into that and to get that inspiration so it should affect our daily life with the kind of warmth and goodness that we all want. Everyone in this world, as Tony Robbins very used to put out there, everyone was looking for pleasure, everyone was looking for happiness. So we have to figure out different strategies. We have to really work it out in a clear, personal way, what's going to work for us, and not just allow ourselves to sort of just drift through life. Because life is not whatever. Life is very meaningful, very purposeful. And the energy is there, the passion is there. We just have to know how to tune into it. Like I said, someone here wrote that they like my music. I really, really appreciate that. And I'm hoping that, you know, one day I'll play a bit more music here and I'll be able to rewrite some new music and put out some new songs. You know, that's a passion I have that very much inspired me. When I go in these, like, online communities, like on Zoom, there's a good friend of mine called Jeff Palver, and we talk about our passion. So one of the things obvious to people is music. So one of the things I've been doing, as you know, for my United Souls album, and I'd like to put out another one, number two, and 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 you guys are welcome to join that album, to unite the souls through music, to unite through music online, through streaming channels. And even though it's not, once again, the same as actually getting everyone together and performing together, but at least on some level you can have a group of musicians who are equally tuned in to the concepts of unity and amuna, and we can have that kind of vibe. So I'd like to also put my own music as well at some point, in the right time. And I'm going to be patient about that. So it's very much about being patient with oneself and being patient with the process because it doesn't always work out the way you want and the time frame you want. But if you keep persistent, that's very a big thing that I've always worked on. And we're just going to get this back on for some reason. Yes, YouTube, love it. Usually it goes out around this time. Resume. Maybe it's a hint we need to end. <laughs> Now we are going to, we're going to end another five minutes or so. Just want to end off with one or two more concepts. I think are important that you guys can gain from. Remember, we've talked a lot about soul. Remember, you have a soul. Start to understand the language of the soul. Start to educate yourself and how life is communicating to you in deep ways. And it doesn't mean in like some hippie, like vague way, like where you don't really know why or what. Yeah. You like, you know, vaguely feel the connection. Like we're talking about very strong, balanced, principled ways, like by doing good things. Yeah, we just have to get this on again. Patience, patience, my friends. That right now we have to tune in to, you know, what, for example, why, why do we have a, such a focus on these phones? What are we looking for? What, what are we hoping that's going to come through our hands on these phones? What's our dream? What's our, what's our imagination telling us? So obviously one of the things we should say to ourselves is that we want to connect with people. That's really what it's about. Yeah, that's what we're hoping. That we'll come through these phones. That we'll have that ability to connect to another person. So we have to understand is that if we have in our life all the time, thank God, constant ability to interact with people either online or through even just through essential things you have to do nowadays like you need to go to the doctor we'll, we'll upload the full version on youtube for some reason it's 
going a bit Wi-Fi fi. But the point is that we have the power within to constantly inspire everybody around us. And we have to work on this. I need to say to myself, remind myself. That's why talking out these classes are so important for myself, for you guys, for, for just the growth in Torah, what we're trying to do together, that we have the ability to get that energy and focus that we have unity. We have ability to hashmashpia, to give over good energy, to give over connection, to give over simcha and joy, to appreciate the gift of life together, that we're all healthy still, thank God, if it's Corona challenge or whatever other challenge people are going through, if we're able to breathe, we feel that breath inside of us, we feel that life force inside of us, we're able to eat and drink and make blessings, we look at the sky, look at the niflos of boire, we're able to tune in to that oneness and that beauty, that should give us a lot, a lot of encouragement in our daily life to go ahead in what we're doing. And with that power, we should be able to be empowered to do what we're supposed to do in this world. You know, like right now, you know, we're trying to do classes here. We want to make them happen, but we need your partnership to make it happen. Why? Because without the partnership, it's not going to continue as effective because we need to, one, always keep things developing. Like we have this beautiful studio behind us and we need you guys to give us feedback like you do every so on that we appreciate and you appreciate what we're doing here. There should be something that's, that's empowering and enlivening that, the, the quality of the network of what we're doing should be high quality and it shouldn't be something which is less in any way or form. So that, for example, right now the Wi-Fi went down. That's what I think happened over here. Yeah. So we have the power when the Wi-Fi goes down to know that we can go ahead. When we have the edited version that we'll put out, please, God, we have the audio, we have the Breads of Israel podcast. We have the ability to keep going ahead. But if we're able to pay for a much higher level of Wi-Fi that doesn't have these problems, or, for example, we're able to constantly support the institutes. Me personally, I've got a lot of simchas, good things coming up the next month. We need to have more chef and more divine abundance to have that peace of mind, to do our role fully, to be kind and generous to the people in our lives, to be able to do charity here in Jerusalem, to be able to support the, the wonderful communities in the Holy Land that, that need your partnership. And that's the kind of charity and mindset that gives the world a feeling of togetherness. When you see someone donate and you know that you have a bit more power to do your job in the world better because you're working for a non-profit organization that needs that ability, that support and you see that that comes in and you feel that togetherness. We're partnering with this other person, wherever they are in the whole world. They're doing their work, their job, whatever it is, and it's tuned in to this one experience of positivity and kindness and giving and we can work together in a real way it's a sincere true partnership so i hope everyone there out there you have the links below partner share out the videos that we're about to put out for the last week's one was energy soulful music we had soulful money the week before we're going to have again another week after that we're going to have soulful money but this week we have soulful toilet let's fill the soul in the toilet let's get into the connection we can have from Torah to understand it's a gift that god gave us the best gift in the world he gave us a direct communication with him and i wish and bless everyone that we should join together with Mashiach Sakane, we should all join together with this month. It should be a month of miracles, a month of positivity, a month of togetherness, where we should turn our loneliness, the pain of being alone, feeling, not really feeling connected to anyone or anything. We should turn that around to really feel connected, to understand that when we have those moments of loneliness, that deep down, no, we are connected, to go deeper inside ourselves and to find that place of connection, to find that place of oneness, to find that place of soul and amuna. And with that, we'll be able to have a joyous life together. 
together and we'll please God. We'll have a beautiful next month and the rest of this year will be beautiful for all of the world and all of our missile. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. And like I said, the YouTube is like a bit labored so we're going to please God put up a edited version. Thanks again for your love and keep sharing the good vibes and the light of a munak and soulful energy. Thank you.